Welcome to the weekly podcast of the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. VOH Radio brings an in-depth understanding of the scriptures prophetically, rich revelation of the early church apostolic fathers, and biblical interpretation of the biggest news and political stories of our day. Take VOH Radio with you on the go. Listen on demand weekly. New programs released every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, TuneIn, and more. To partner with us, please go to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Or email us at radio at voh.church. You're listening to The Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro. Blessings. This is Mike Petro. I'm here with The Voice of Healing Radio. I just want to thank all those listeners out there, especially the ones that are coming out of the uh, Texas area in our Salem network. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting as, as we are here right now and uh, moving into the Houston area, that God is, is really awakening his people. And, and we're seeing just a move that is where men are stepping up and saying things that have to be said. Um, I'm sitting here with uh, Bob Hall, who's the District uh, 2 Senator in the Dallas area and uh, just talking to some of my people about, you know, what Bob has been saying and, and, re- and sharing with us here at this conference really is, is the primary purpose, is the, is the original purpose of, of leadership within the United States. And uh, just so many things, uh, we're moving out of, out of California, Bob, and, and it's, we're just seeing people being ran over and not being listened to. And, and finally, the sheriffs are actually standing up against it. But I love what you said about the role of government in the United States and especially the, the founders of our Constitution. Could, can you just share a little bit about what you were speaking about today? Sure, uh, because it is, is a great concern of mine that government has lost uh, its way in what it's supposed to be doing. The primary purpose of government is to protect our God-given right to individual liberty. That's the foundation of what government should be doing. It's not to provide free stuff to people or to run their lives. It's to protect individual liberties. And we seem to have shoved that way to the back in uh, what what people want out of government and what government wants to give people is leading us into true bondage. The more mm. government gets involved in our lives, the more we go into bondage to the government. You know, it's interesting what you're saying. I was just interviewing a, a, another sister, and what she was saying is exactly what you're saying, is that the Democratic Party has been, handi- has been dangling carrots in front of people for so long and never able to... Um, fulfill that promise because that that promise is impossible to be fulfilled and they're just going by by uh, theatrics instead of really understanding the framework of our 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 constitution and our country and and we need to get back to just talking about the, the 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 real problems instead of going on and just uh you know, making up these magical things that, that are impossible to happen. No, you're absolutely right. Uh, we've moved into a, a secular society who have abandoned God, uh, 
we still have churches, but I would say that most people or too many people go on Sunday out of habit. Yep. Uh, and we still have people that belong to a party that uh, it amazes me how they can sit in a pew on Sunday worshiping supposedly the same God that I worship. Yep. And on Tuesday, they go vote for a party that's going to kill babies in the womb. Exactly. Uh, there's there's a big disconnect there. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we, the people, have allowed government to become what it has. We, we elect the people, uh, and we tolerate. We will get what we tolerate. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, people laugh at me in our church because I, I tell the Democrats, I said, you need to, uh, this church isn't for you. Because I'm going to not sit here and, and us being one accord and you're voting for the abortion of children and everything else. That's, I don't believe in that. I, I, I'm not in any agreement with you. You just need to go find somewhere else where they're going to put up with that stuff because really we should be standing for the truth, what the scripture says. And, and we have to remember also that our constitution was based on scripture. Absolutely. That these men came in, it was biblical. And, and, and we've gotten so far away from that. Oh, there's no question about it. Uh, God's hand is clearly evident in in the way it was written. The way we were organized is very taken right from Jethro and uh, with Moses. When Moses was overwhelmed and how to manage all those people, he explained to him how to divide them up. Yeah. Uh, that's basic in there. And um, as I told told the folks out there, God made it real clear where he stands in this battle of, between the left and the right yeah. in the Bible over 150 times. And um, one of my favorite uh, verses is Ecclesiastes 10.2. Mm-hmm. The heart of the righteous leans to the right, and the heart of the wicked leans to the left. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and there are, there are many more, uh, even in the free market system. What did uh, Jesus, when he showed it on the shore, and Peter had been working all night at his business and was not successful at it. You know, you know Peter mm-hmm. was a fisherman, and he'd been out, didn't catch any fish. And what did Jesus tell him? Yeah. He says, Peter. Lower your net on the right side of the boat. <laughs> Amen. And we know that Jesus sits at the right hand of God. Hallelujah. And so um, we know what we need to be doing. We, we cannot continue to allow the woke uh, with yeah. their outrageous programs. I mean, we've just had one, one big battle that we haven't yet won of trying to stop. And I would have never thought but just a few years ago, when I got into this, this politics, I'd even be discussing something like this, but gender mutilation of young children, That's cutting crazy. healthy body parts off because yeah. a child is a little confused. Mm. When we know that God's solution, just like God's solution with natural immunity for the vac- for, for the COVID yeah. is superior, God had another step in development. He didn't, he didn't include at birth. It had to, t- had to take place at the right time. It's called puberty. Yep, and these young kids, when they figure out, uh, you know, what their body parts are for, and what uh, they just grow out of it. And yeah. yet, we've got people that want to circumvent that because it's an in vogue thing to do. Well, yeah, I, 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 I do believe, Senator, it has more to do with other, um, poly, uh, other uh, agendas. Oh, so, absolutely. Well, I, I got to ask you this this question. Um, so many people come to, up to me and ask me. Uh, about uh, our southern border here in, in, in Texas. And uh, we are actually moving in from California and, and establishing ourselves here in Houston. And, and what I've seen, um, uh, you know, we have so many people in our ministry, so many people that we work with 
that businesses that are just migrating that you're going to you're going to see an incredible industrial revolution happening in Texas because of all these companies that are coming in and 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 they're tired of that culture there but uh, one of the biggest questions that I get asked all the time the southern border the southern border is is there going to be something done and I recently heard about uh, Texas talking about uh, literally uh, uh, bringing uh, the National Guard there and finishing out the, the wall that's there. Uh, do, do you have any information on that? I don't have any information. Uh, uh, I've heard a number of different things from our governor uh, and nothing that is really positive around taking real action. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate uh, I had a bill this last session that uh, had he gotten behind it and we got it passed, it was to establish an interstate compact for border security. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a part of our government. It's a it's a technique, a procedure that would allow us to join forces with at least one other state, and we could have the authority of federal enforcement. You see, right now. Mm-hmm. Crossing the border, everything with immigration is a federal offense. And so even when we're down there with our National Guard, our DPS officers, they apprehend someone that came in illegally. The only thing we can do, unless we've caught them in the middle of a a crime, then we can arrest them. But if we ain't, we can only turn them over to ICE. And Mm -hmm. and that's where we're limited right now. What we could do is uh, we could close the border. Mm -hmm. We, We could... We could bring Mexico to their knees because every border crossing uses a state highway. Mm. We control the state highways. If we just had the courage to close down, shut the state highways, Mm -hmm. that would bring economic pressure because Mexico depends almost entirely on commerce with the United States. Uh, And so for them to start doing something to keep the people on their side. that that's those are a couple of things we could do right now. Or mm-hmm. uh, the other is we could step up and just uh, take the initiative, lease a, a, a fleet of buses, mm-hmm. and as we pick them up, load them on the bus and drive them back, back. Yeah. and uh, and just do it until the federal government forces us to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But we we have to do something. It's going to cost us. Uh, we can't even figure how much it's costing us because a few years back we, we estimated it was about $12 billion a year in Texas alone mm-hmm. for for illegal aliens that are here. The cost in our schools, medical services, oh, wow. food, they, all the free stuff that's provided to them yep. that, that we don't even give to our veterans. Yeah. You know, th- this is becoming a massive problem. I, I work with uh, a lot of Hispanic communities, um, television, radio, in Southern California. And even among the Hispanics, they're saying, this is bad, this is not good, especially because what they see coming across, happening to relatives, um, family members just being lost. Where, where, did our, where did our daughter go? Where did uh, this person go? And, it, and it's becoming such a topic. I, I, I come from Pennsylvania. When I hear people in Pennsylvania talking about this, I, I think... The Democratic Party, uh, Party has lost the pulse, and in some ways, even the Republican Party, that the people are standing up and saying, "Hey, we elected a man before to deal with this, and and why isn't it being finished? If it was passed through by law by both the Republican and Democratic parties, uh, while Trump was still in in office, then why isn't this being completed? Why has it been stopped?" 
Mm-hmm. No, that's a that's a very legitimate question. Is is mm-hmm. and I think, well, you know, there is a bright side to everything, and and as da- bad as it is, I think the good side coming out of this is that people are recognizing that the Democrat Party has has truly lost its way, uh-huh. uh, and it's being demonstrated. I mean, we got like. Uh, this recently had one, the first time ever a, a Republican elected mayor down in McAllen. That's right on the border. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had counties that uh, Hillary Clinton won the first time around, mm-hmm. swung over with more than a 30, close to a 40-point wow. swing in those counties that are basically Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Hispanic culture is is much more aligned to the Judeo-Christian value exactly. principles that is— more prominent in the Republican Party. Yes. Uh, somehow they just got on the wrong train mm-hmm. uh, sometime, and I think now they're waking up to it. Yeah. And I will say the the other good side of what's happening here is the woke has taken over, and it mm-hmm. is so far to the left that your hardcore Democrats. Those are yes. saying, you know, my daddy was a Democrat, my granddaddy was a Democrat. This well, this isn't their party. This yeah. is this is something they would have never ever considered being a part of Mm -hmm. and so i see them just about to implode and i think as sun tzu said you know when your enemy is destroying himself don't get in his way (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting you're saying it because it's more and more i'm watching you know democrats coming and saying we've had enough Mm -hmm. this is this is why you know when you see that in california like if they ask me all the time, you're going why, you're going to Texas. I said, yeah, I got to get away from you guys. I said, no, 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 we're going to come with you. I said, we don't want to bring California to Texas, right? Right. right. So, but uh, no, there's there's a big change, and you can see it's the change in people's thinking. But I got to ask you this: Learn on the go with the Voice of Healing video on demand platform. Stream hours of rich understanding on any platform, any device, anytime, and anywhere right at your fingertips. Your calling is great and your promise is huge. Gain access to all the broadcasts that The Voice of Healing is releasing worldwide and catch fire for this next season. Sign up today by heading to voh.church slash watch and be inspired. Um, Virginia and New Jersey and, and a, a governor that... I mean, to us, to me, Virginia is worse than California. And they elect a, a, a person that really has no background against the person that used to be governor in Virginia. It just blew my mind to see that swing in that state. And it, to me, it was confirming what we're talking about right now. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I think, exactly when they, they were, got so overconfident thinking that the Biden win was some kind of a mandate when mm-hmm. uh, it, it wasn't, I mean, by any stretch of the imagination, uh, and then started going in your face with things like, you know, those kids are our kids. We don't want parents interfering with education school. Mm-hmm. That was a, I mean, that's what they've been saying. And that's yeah. what we've been, we've been working saying, hey, you know, the mm-hmm. primary, the the education of our children is one of the biggest responsibility we adults have, yeah. but but it is the child and the parent that get that have the first responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. Our schools are the facilitator, yes. not the controller. 
and and so when we started seeing some of the stuff uh, that's showing up in our books in schools, uh, I was at, at an event uh, last week in which someone had a uh, copy of the cover of a book and some pages from it. And I tell you, I was appalled. I mean, yeah. the the pornography that's in there is just unreal of what they're using to to lead our young people astray. Yeah. And and, and it, this has become a real problem everywhere. I I, I that's one of the. I'm at it, I can't even tell you how many times I've been asked to start a, a, a school, you know, through the ministry just to get the kids out of the public systems because of those things. And uh, it's it's amazing to me some of the stuff I've seen. I'm like, how how's this being allowed? You know, when when we were in school, we grew up. It was the Pledge of Allegiance. Everybody was taught about the Lord, you know. And and now we've gotten so far away from that, Senator. Oh, we have. I mean, it started when uh, when we took uh, God out, mm-hmm. took the Bibles out, took the Ten Commandments out back in the 60s, and yeah. we've been going downhill. I mean, the data clearly shows the the rapid increase in teen pregnancy, the rapid mm-hmm. increase in violence in schools, rapid increase in drug use, all can be tied back to when we kick God out of our schools. Yeah, it, you're right. It's an incredible thing, and I see it on a daily basis. Uh, and it's amazing to me. The kids are not bad. They they really want direction. They really want they want to know the Lord. They really want uh, to live a, a, a right life, you know. And and so many so many things are being taken out of the parents' hands. It's it's a scary thing. So I'll give you two minutes to share with us what's on your heart. Well. Right now, the the biggest thing that I'm concerned about is what's happening with the vaccine mandates. Yes. I mean, we have lots of problems, yeah, yes. but that's the most important one. I I I envision I see this as this is the line in the sand mm. that that we cannot let cross. If they are, succeed in government or businesses, either being able to mandate the vaccine. Mm-hmm. There is no limit to what they can mandate next. Yeah, this is uh, we have lost all liberty. They they can come up with an excuse for for anything. Yeah, uh, I mean if they can force an experimental medical procedure here, what's to prevent the business owner next year? who says, I really want to keep my efficiency up in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and when women get pregnant, it's really kind of draws down on efficiency. So if you're going to work here, you're going to have to have a hysterectomy. Or mm-hmm. since we have equal parenting, you men will have to have a vasectomy because yeah. I don't want you know family to interfere with business. Yeah. And unfortunately, those folks that uh, are business-oriented, they think that's a great idea. Let businesses mm-hmm. do anything you want. That's what kept us from getting the bill passed, yeah. where we had, uh, we had uh, senators who felt that government's role was to first protect businesses, not mm-hmm. to protect individual liberty. And they looked at it as, well, it's just a job. Let them get a job someplace else. Well, mm-hmm. that's the wrong answer. Yeah. So, so where we've got to be, and I've called, and what I've, I've been encouraging people, I know it's going to be tough. It may be a hardship. Mm-hmm. It may be a real hardship. But if you don't want the vaccine, you have to stand your ground and yeah. not take it. And, and this has nothing to do with uh, being anti-vaccine. This happens mm-hmm. to be a government mandate that you have. And, you know, 
And the, the reason is back in, in the late 40s, after World War II, we put on trial doctors who forced people into medical mm. experiments, found them guilty, and executed them yeah. for doing exactly the same thing that we're talking about doing here. Exactly. There is no difference between them. You know, it's, it, this is a very this is another hot topic right now. I have s several people in my church, nurses that work in the ERs at two of the major hospitals in the United States, and they are being told not to tell people what's happening in those ERs because the majority of those people that are coming in and dying at all ages are vaccinated people. Right, and and this is why you're seeing such a huge stance against it. But the media isn't letting this information out because if it did, I doubt if anybody would uh, get the vaccination that is uh, what's happening. I mean, this is something that really needs to be brought to the forefront. Well, it's, it is hard, but the problem is the media is helping to hide it. Yeah. Um, and, and to show you just how bad it really is, when we had the swine flu, um, the swine flu mm -hmm. we vaccinated 40 million people. Mm -hmm. When 25 people died, we stopped the vaccine. I mean, there was another 28 that died, but 25 wow. people brought the, the stop, the halt to it. Never saw the that. light of day. We now have the data out of CMS. That's the Medicare government data mm -hmm. in the first, I think, seven months of this year. We had 43,000 people die of the vaccination vaccine. And see, this is reported by doctors. Yeah. So this, then this is what they get paid on. So this is accurate data coming mm -hmm. in and we are still pushing it. Well, the way this is going, there's gonna be far more people dying from the vaccination than, than ever died from the, the actual COVID itself. Yeah, I interviewed a gentleman who was a data, a data wonk, mm -hmm. and he got the data and his analysis says, shows that a person under 30 is six times more likely to die from being vaccinated than be, die from the COVID. Wow. And a person over 60 is twice as likely to die from the vaccine as the COVID. It, it has a place in selective with, with those with immune compromised, mm -hmm. but young children, absolutely not. We will kill another analysis that I just mm -hmm. saw on the new vaccine coming out for children on where they looked at coming, using Pfizer's own data, mm -hmm. showing how many people they have to vaccinate in order to uh, save one life. Wow. The numbers work out in order to save 45 young children from dying of the COVID, mm -hmm. they will have over 5,000 die from the vaccine. Wow. I, I know personally from uh, my own experience, I, we, I have yet to see anybody die of the COVID itself. Mm -hmm. And I deal with hundreds of thousands of people now. Mm -hmm. But um, personally, just in my family, uh, several of my family members after being vaccinated have passed. And um, I just came back from a funeral uh, two weeks ago. My uncle, who was vaccinated and passed uh, uh, two, three days later, a cousin of mine took the vaccination, 32 years old, collapsed on the floor with a blood clot in his heart. You know, these are things that I know that, that, are, that are getting out. And when you, when you have nurses that are working in the emergency saying, we're not even allowed to talk about how bad it is. And they're saying these are huge numbers uh, where this is happening now. That Something has to happen. Something has to be stopped because people need to be held accountable for this kind of gross negligence uh, with other people's lives. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, with the hospitals firing medical workers because they're not getting vaccinated, 
if the medical, if the hospitals are firing medical workers, then the pandemic must be over. Yeah. Well, it's not only that. That tells you a lot about the people that are working there, see what's going on. Yeah. And that really says a lot. Uh, it, it tells us what's really going on within those hospitals, Bob. So uh, we just want to thank all of you out there at uh, the Voice of Healing Radio. And and uh, you can see the topics that we talk about are very serious. And uh, it was, it's been great to have uh, the senator here with us, Bob Hall. And, and I, I want to thank you. And I, honestly, I, I, I just want to pledge our, our, our people uh, as we're coming here to Texas and what you're doing to be participate with you and, and help you in any way that we can, Senator, because uh, just some of the some of the wisdom you just came across the table, I, I never even thought about the highways or any of those things. And that really says a lot to to uh, people that are that are forethinking everything and trying to uh, stop these problems that we're seeing in our state. So. Well, we can do it. We just have to have the will and the leadership to do it. Yeah, and, and we need news to get behind it, too. Right, right? absolutely. All right, thank you, Senator. It thank was, you very was, much for having me. God it, bless was, you. it was a blessing getting to meet you. Bless you, too. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to voh.church forward slash radio. That's voh.church forward slash radio. Your financial gift helps. The Voice of Healing Radio bring revelation to God's kingdom and to the nation's. Have a testimony or prayer request? Call us at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or send us an email at radio at voh.church. And don't forget to add VOH Radio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for your current updates. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petrone.